I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Matt McClung. That's who's dancing this morning. Told you. Listen, I don't always get it right. In fact, I got it way wrong with Baylor in Kansas yesterday. Um, uh, Buddy Heald almost came close, took it down to the wire with uh, Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard, of course, uh, won the uh, the three-point shooting contest. But there was something special about this young man, Mac McClung, uh, G League. And, and here's the thing. And by the way, we've got uh, Tom and Julian who are producing the show. Gentlemen, good morning, good morning. We'd love for you to chime in on this. This is... Th- this is what I love about sport, right? It's it's not just what happens on the court or the field or the ice. It, it's the story behind it, right? And we didn't know much about Matt McClung, G League player, Delaware Bluecoats. I've never even I've never heard of that team before, right? Uh, but what we did know and what what we did see, at least I, I did, preparing for this because I had heard so many wonderful things about him in, in regard to him being a YouTube sensation and, uh, and, and, and him and how he's able to, to dunk the basketball. So I spent some time yesterday prior to the show uh, looking at some of his, his videos on YouTube. Very easy to, to Google. And the kid's unbelievable. He's only 6'2". So, by the way, this is, the, this is only the second time, if, of course, if uh, those who've been watching the All-Star festivities and you go back to the, the day that Spud Webb uh, was competing in the slam dunk contest. Uh, it was, it, the, now, this is only the second time that somebody 6'2 or shorter uh, has scored a 50 in, in three of his, his dunks. Um, he was spectacular, okay? Um, and, and so a a number of reasons here, right? Again, he scored, he scored 50 in all, all but one dunk, which in my opinion deserved a 50, but okay. I'm, I'm, you know, it's above my pay grade. I'm not one of the judges, but nonetheless, he had like a, a double clutch, uh, I, 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 a top and go, he, he jumped over two dudes, one guy sitting on the other shoulder he had, he had like a legit 360 windmill. If you didn't watch it last night, uh, turn on SportsCenter. I'm sure it'll be all over SportsCenter today. But here's my point. I put money on this, on this guy because I think this is what makes sports so special, right? The Cinderella story. The guy that nobody's anticipating. Uh, the young man who is playing in the G League, of course, something that the, I think the Sixers signed him for a quick second. I don't know if he, they needed to in order for him to play and participate in the slam dunk contest, uh, whatever, whatever the case. And, and I love Shaq said to him, if, if, again, if you were watching uh, Shaq, he, you know, he was talking to Shaq and Shaq said, listen, nobody knows your name. Make sure make sure they know your name at the end of this performance. And, uh, and sure enough, now they do. So uh, hopefully you tuned in. It was really fun and really exciting to watch. 
that David against Goliath, that Cinderella story, which I feel is what is what is so special and so fun and so great about sport, right? Now, Anita, how would you now? My all-time favorite dunk contest, the one that I've seen live in person, is Zach live Levine. Live in person? Well, Ooh. On, on television, not oh, like... Oh, okay, not, okay. No. You, had, you, had, you had me there at live, you had me there at live and in person. Yeah, I, I kind of screwed the pooch there, but the mm-hmm. point is, the best one I've seen on TV was Aaron Gordon versus Zach Levine a few years back. I think it was in Toronto. How did Mac... Because I didn't watch the dunk contest live. I saw some of his dunks, and I thought they were impressive. How would you rate it over that Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine dunk contest? Do you think McClung would have won if he was in that dunk contest? Or do you think that Gordon or Levine's performance would have uh, outpaced him? Yeah, I mean, listen, that was that was spectacular. That was a great performance. I'm a little bit older than you. <clears throat> so for me, uh, when Clyde Drexler and, you know, when, when, the, when the dunk contest really mattered— Right. Let's be honest. LeBron James has never has never competed in this. You know, there was there was a time in an era with Michael Jordan and whatnot, like the the slam dunk contest was the most one of the most important events in on the sports calendar. And for for some reason, um, it, it fell by the wayside. And now, you know, they're they're having to beg players to compete in the slam dunk contest. You you never you know now you've got they're they're offering a hundred thousand dollars for the winner for players to compete in the slam dunk contest. It used to be a thing. I mean, it used to be an event, and um and it just it is not that any longer. So uh, I'll go one step further in that back in the day when the slam dunk contest was a thing. Um. You know, but but it's just it's a, it's it's a different era right now. Would Mac McClung beaten out Clyde Drexler? No, I don't believe so. But this is where we're at right now, right? It's it's kind of it's humdrum, typically. You know, it's 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 on occasion we get, you know, we we get a a Vince Carter type of performance, right? It's 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 far it's few and far between. But again, not not only not only did he and so Tom, you didn't see last night. I did you, not. I was out last did night. You, I did see the dunks on social media after okay. the event, though. So, um, so so the, the dunks were incredible. I, I think I think that they're even more impressive considering that you know this cat's only six two, and again is part of the G League. So you know, I, I think the storyline here was was something spectacular and and I and I did believe, so so a few things as to why and yesterday I was on from noon to 3 and I I had told people uh, who were listening uh, my money was on uh healed but he healed to win the three point contest again uh, he made it he lost by one to Dame Lillard still a loss is a loss lost money there but I told people to put some money on McClung to win the uh the slam dunk contest for a number of reasons number 1 G League player, I felt the crowd was going to be behind him, right? Cinderella story, unexpected. Everybody right? does nope. love a Cinderella story. I will exactly. Say that. Nobody, nobody really knew who this this young man is. Um, to win a hundred thousand uh, dollars, probably more money than what he's making this year in the G, G League. So talk about motivation, right? 
If I, if you know, what if he needed to win? If he's probably not making a hundred thousand dollars in the G League, now he he made his salary plus more last night uh, with with the dunks that he was able to uh, wow the world with. So I think that there was added motivation there for him to not only be good, but also be creative and take it to the next level. Not to say that the other guys didn't want it. It's not what I'm saying. I just think that there was added motivation there. And again. Uh, just me taking the time to go online and, and look at his YouTube videos. And if you haven't done it, you need to. This young man is is uber impressive. Really, like, like he just, he jumps, he jumps out of the gym. Like, he's been kissed by God athletically. It's, 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 he's really unbelievable. So, you know, what's going to be really interesting is do the Sixers, if you're the Sixers, you know, do you do something where like you you bring them in for a game, right? Like talk about a sell like talk about a sellout crowd, right? You bring them in for a, I, I don't know. I, I'm just and I don't know how that works in regard to the G League. If you bring them in and what their roster looks like, and uh, so I just I don't know. I just think if you bring them in for a, an NBA game, um, and have him play, you know, a few minutes or, or what have you. I, I don't know. I just, I, I think that this is a guy that uh, a lot of fans could get behind and, and, and really cheer for. So, uh, but it's, it was cool. It was cool to watch. So NBA All-Star Weekend continues where now later on today, we've got Team Giannis going up against Team LeBron. And it's a shame because both cats are injured, right? Giannis hurt what his, his Achilles, I want to believe, or his foot. The, the game, the last game prior to the All-Star break or the game before. And as we know, LeBron's been dealing with a foot issue as well. And apparently it's, it's, it's a, a foot issue, an ankle, a foot issue that's pretty significant to the point where trying to evaluate what, what's going to happen with this Lakers team the remainder of the season. For most teams, they've got somewhere around 22 games left. By the way, we're going to do a deep dive this show with you for the next three hours, with you until noon today. Tommy Beer is going to join us in about 15 minutes. We're going to talk about the Knicks. We're going to get hot and heavy into the Knicks. I love what this Knicks team did by bringing in Josh Hart at the trade deadline. Right now, they're sitting at six. Uh, I do believe that they're going to make some noise. I took a look at their schedule. It's not too daunting. So we're going to talk about the Knicks with Tommy. Uh, Bob uh, Wischusen, voice of the Jets, uh, is so kind. He's in Denver right now. I think he said for an NBA game. Um, so he's going to pop on board. We'll talk about the Jets. As we know, Derek Carr came to town yesterday. Is he still here? A lot of times teams like to say, don't let him leave the building. But, uh, but Derek Carr looking to make his tour around the NFL. There are a number of teams, uh, that are in need of some quarterback services. Uh, uh, Christian Winfield is going to join us as well. We'll talk about the Nets and a look ahead into, into what we can expect for the Nets this season and further on. So a lot of NBA talk on this show. Uh, and, and one of the conversations, big picture here, because and, and, I like what the Lakers have done in, before the trade deadline. Uh, I like the pieces, one of the biggest knocks, obviously, with the Lakers and why I did not feel that they were going to make some noise this season was because of the lack of depth. And one thing they were able to do is, is create that depth and also help on the defensive side of the ball as well as three-point shooting. In order to win in the NBA, you've got to have... You've got to have some solid three-point shooting. You've got to have that threat. 
You can't win it and win an NBA championship if the other team is, you know, putting up threes and you don't have anybody who can who can who can match that and and all you can do is put up twos. So I do like what the Lakers have done, but a lot of what the Lakers future this season is contingent on is LeBron James and his health, along with AD, of course. So anyway, you've got we've got the all-star game happening later on today. And a little caveat that they threw in this season, and that is the teams are going to be drafted 30 minutes before the game. So, so you know, it, it's interesting. I want to pull this up here right now. Hold on. So you could wager Team LeBron is favored by three against Team Giannis, but we don't need that. We don't know the teams yet. <laughs> How can they favor someone if you don't know who's going to be on the team? Like, come we on. Don't know the, we don't know the teams yet. If, if we don't just, know the teams yet. If, so you know, you're so you're. So what you are, you are wagering on like how much, how much time, how much time is LeBron going to play? Is Giannis even going to play with all due respect to Giannis, you know, the Bucks bigger fish to fry than the NBA all-star game. Right. And and I like the Bucks, by the way, coming out of the East. So uh, does Giannis even play? Not sure. Right. So, um, but you can, (laughs) but uh, you know, so, so I, I guess, I guess how they're handicapping this is. The all-star game has, does mean a lot to LeBron James. Okay. This is, this is not just poop and giggles for him. He really, he comes out. It's serious. He's won three MVPs. He's trying to become only the third player in the history of the NBA to win four MVPs in the all-star game. Kobe Bryant was one of them. Um, LeBron takes the all-star game seriously. And so I think, I think that has a, a a a big reason why LeBron's team is favored, and LeBron's team was favored. Um, I'm I'm sure because Giannis, they're both dealing with injuries. But I would imagine. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Giannis does not play, and I'm thinking LeBron plays but is limited. I don't think LeBron plays uh, a ton of minutes. Maybe he plays 20 minutes as opposed to 25, 27. I don't know. So that's why I that's where I think that this handicap is coming in. The over under is 325 and a half. Big reason why it's it's the NBA All-Star game. They don't play defense. It's all about offense. It's all about scoring points. So if you were so inclined to wager on the NBA All-Star game, uh, I would lean towards the over, as always, 325 and a half. Uh, but time will tell. So I, I did this yesterday. We had Harvey and Joe producing the show yesterday. We've got Tom and Julian producing the show today. Uh, guys, I'd love to do this um, when we get back. Let's uh, let's let's have some fun. Let's do a draft. So so you guys you guys are joint GMs, okay? You guys are joint GMs, and we're gonna draft. Uh, we're we're gonna draft five players, not just four, because again, let's just assume that Giannis is not gonna play and LeBron is gonna be limited in minutes. Okay, so we'll have some fun, and then what I what I'll do is I'm gonna put that up on our Twitter account. Uh, and I'll put it up as a poll vote to see who 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 our listeners who out there on social media thinks has the better team. But but and and I'll open up the phone lines 800-919-3776. Do you like that little that little caveat? Do you like that that addition to the All-Star game? The fact that they're drafting the teams 30 minutes before before tip-off. So I I mean here's the thing guys, like are they just going to be like like how we are at the playground, right? You go, you play pickup basketball, 
God, I haven't played pickup basketball in forever in a day, but I, I, I used to be maniac. I'd play all the time. Well, let, um, let's be honest. Pickup basketball at the playground is probably a lot more in depth in terms of people are actually going to play defense than the NBA All Star. No, game. no, that's no, no that's not. That's oh, is not that what not I mean. Where you're going with that? Okay, no, no, that's not what I mean. See. I mean, so, 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 folks out there who play pickup basketball, you know, you you try to you arrive early. You want to get there. You want to be the first ten there because you're the first ten to play. And typically, the two guys who play the most on the court, who know everybody else, are captains, and then they pick teams. Uh, that's the way I like to do it. A lot of times, you arrive at a court, and a lot of times they'll be like, "All right, first five who shoot and make it, you're t- you're 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 the you're you're the first five, you're the first team." I don't like that. I like you arrive to the court, you pick the two guys who who have played at the play at the court the most. They know they know the majority of the players out there, and they're the two team captains. And they draft. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, like, is that how this is going to work? Like, they're all standing around the court, and LeBron's like, all right, I'll take him. Okay, I'll take him. All right, I got him. I got. I mean, that's, that's typically how it happens, you know, at the playground. Is that how it's going to work tonight? I don't know. Like, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. What say you? 800-919-3776. We come back. We'll draft our all-star teams. I'll get it up on Twitter as soon as possible. Tommy Beer is going to join us, coming your way in about 10 minutes We'll do a deep dive into the Knicks. I like this Knicks team a lot. Um, Not saying they're going to win an NBA championship, but I do believe they're going to finish in the top six. I do believe that. And uh, and who knows? Maybe they win that first round in the postseason. We'll see. So uh, a lot of NBA talk on the show today. 800-919-3776. Anita Marks with you here on 98.7 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Just a lot of gratitude. Um, it's really a blur, to be honest with you. I think probably a lot of stuff's happening on the internet and everything I haven't checked. Really just grateful. I had a lot of help. It wasn't, you know, just me. I had Chuck and my best friends calling me every night trying to give me ideas. So it was a lot of fun out there. McClung, household name this morning. That's for sure. Tommy Beer is going to join us uh, in uh, in about five to ten minutes. Talking all things Knicks. Getting you ready for the remaining 22 games on their schedule and what we can expect heading into the postseason for Knicks team, I believe will finish in the top six. All right. It is time for our NBA all-star draft. And again, if you don't know a little twist to this year's game, and that is team Giannis and team LeBron pick their teams 30 minutes before tip off. (laughs) Just, you know, NBA trying to do anything and everything they can to make it more interesting, right? 
Can we also mention that they're picking their reserves first, so no one has to be the last pick, which is really weak in my opinion. But uh, that, that's just my two cents on that. Well, you just don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. It's the NBA. It's the All-Star game. You're an All-Star. If you're getting your feelings hurt because you're picked last, then you shouldn't be there, to be honest. So Tom and Julian, they have elected to be Team Giannis. So I will be Team LeBron. You know how much I'm loving that. Um, and um, now keep in mind, Giannis, not sure if he's going to play or not uh, because he uh, injured I don't know, his foot, Achilles, something prior to the NBA All-Star break. And LeBron is dealing with a foot in injury. I do believe LeBron plays, but will it be limited minutes? I'm expecting limited minutes. I don't know. Maybe these two dudes don't play at all. I don't know. So we're going to draft five players, okay? Four from the starters and then one from the reserve group. So I'm going to let you guys do Well, let me, I'll, I'll give you guys the choice. Do you want to go? It's a snake draft. Do you guys want to go first or you want to go second? Oh, we'll go first. We'll give ourselves the advantage here. Okay. All right. So who, who are you picking first, Tom? All right. So now well, let me ask you, are you yes. and Julian, are you guys, are you, are you discussing this? Is this a joint effort? Is Julian a part of this? Does he want oh, to be the, a part of it? Oh, th- this is a joint effort. We were mm-hmm. discussing this behind the scenes. We were going to okay. first, uh, All right, cause, first. Yeah, cause there was a lot of silence during the break. I just wasn't sure. Okay. Oh yeah. We were just deliberating. Uh, that's why we, we okay. can't reveal our secrets during the break in the year. Come on now. Yep. Okay. But, uh, we discussed this and with the first pick, we wanted to take Luka Doncic first overall. Okay, that's fine. So I'm going to go with the best player in the NBA, which you left on the board, and that's the Joker, uh, Jokic. So I'm going to take him. Luca's gone. And I'm going to take Jason. Uh, hmm. Hmm, 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 hmm. Yeah, I'm going to take Tatum. So I'm going to go Jokic, and I'm going to go Tatum. Now you, go, now you get to pick two. <clears throat> well, thank you for picking Jason Tatum. Uh, that's mm-hmm. who I was going to pick. Yeah. Uh, let's see. See, we're kind of big into, like, the guard and, like, forward type of strategy. Like, I don't like necessarily picking centers, like, necessarily um, here because, in my opinion, they're not going to really do anything in the All-Star game. But we get two picks here, Anita, correct? You get two picks. All right, so we you have Giannis do. and Luca. So we're going to take John Morant next. Okay. And then following John Morant. Hmm. <laughs> you know, I would do this in real life just to be um, a stickler to LeBron. Let's take Kyrie next, just so that way he can't have his buddy on his team. <laughs> a lot of people think that uh, that LeBron's going to pick Kyrie first and foremost, so that he has his buddy on his team. So you are you are leaving Embiid to me. That's fine. He's not going to do anything in the All Star game. He's a center. Okay, if you say so. And I'll take uh, and I'll take D. Mitch. That leaves you with Markkanen, hometown guy, right? And now you get to pick one, one other player from the reserve list. <clears throat> hmm. Let's hmm. see. So that's Bam. It's Jalen Brown. It's DeRozan. And then you've got Halliburton, Halliburton Drew Holiday, Holiday Randall, Julius Siakam. Randall. Make Knicks fans happy. Hmm. Siakam, Darren Let's Fox. See. Well, I'm definitely not picking Bam out of bio, that's for sure. Um, hmm. I would say the wise choice to, would be to get a little bit of size in this rotation. Um, Considering that I have both uh, Jokic and Embiid, yeah, that would be wise, sir. It, it, it would be pretty wise, thank you. Um, mm-hmm. So what we're going to do is... 
We're going to take Pascal Siakam. Actually, you know what? Yeah, we'll take Pascal Siakam. Okay, so you have Siakam. Uh, and you know what? <laughs> I'm going to go Jalen Brown because now you got you got Tatum and Brown. Those two cats, they're going to feel like they're just right at home in Boston. So the team is Team Giannis, which is Tom and Julian, Luca, Morant, Kyrie, Markinen, and Siakam. Team LeBron, which is Anita. Never thought I would say that. Jokic, Tatum, Embiid, Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brown. I just schooled you guys. I'm still going to put it up. I'm still going to put it up on social media. You could do every, it. Centers aren't going to do anything every, in the All-Star every, game. Jokic, every, maybe. Everybody, everybody is going to, uh, everybody's going to have a chance to vote. I'll put it up on my social media at Anita Marks. That's where you can find it. I'll do it right now in the break. Quick break. When we come back, Tommy Beer is going to join us. Let's talk about the Knicks. 800-919-3776. You want to get on board? We'll spend the next 30 minutes talking about the Knicks right here on 98.7 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Tommy Beer joins us now, author and host of What's on Tap with Tommy Beer, newsletter and podcast, tweets about the Knicks uh, and in all things NBA joining us. Tommy, great to have you back on the show. How you doing? Good morning. Doing well, Anita. How about yourself? I'm great. I'm, I'm really quick before before we start. I have to ask you. Uh, because you know we're in the midst of, of course, all the NBA All Star action, and and well, did you did you watch the uh, slam dunk contest last night, McClung? Absolutely, I thought it was the the best dunk contest we've seen in a long time. Oh, I just I, I just I love the kid, and and I, I and I'm sure a big part of it's I had money on him, so I won. Uh, but I just I felt like the crowd was going to be behind him, winning a hundred thousand dollars is poor, probably more money than he makes in the G League. So I felt like there was a really big incentive there. I felt like I had watched his videos on on social on on YouTube, and he's just he's he's just he's been kissed by God. He's he's so talented, right? A hundred percent, and that's and that's one of those things like where he's they're great basketball players. He's a great dunker, and he showed it last night. Unbelievable. Okay, so really quick again because I, I want to spend the majority of our time talking about the Knicks with you. Uh, but we just had a draft. As you know, the NBA All-Star Game, the draft is going to happen 30 minutes before tip-off. So our producers, Tom and Julian, we, I just had a draft with them. I'm Team LeBron. So I have LeBron, Jokic, Tatum, Embiid, Donovan Mitchell, and Jalen Brown. Tom and Julian have Giannis, Luka, Morant, Kyrie, Markinen, and Siakam. Who, uh, who drafted best? 
I'm going to go with you, Anita. Uh, you got good size, some guards, a little combination of it all. So uh, I-, I like your chances tonight. I appreciate it. By the way, uh, it's out on Twitter, at Anita Marks. We've got a poll going, and so uh, we will follow it throughout the course of the show and uh, and share the percentage, of course, before we sign off at noon. Okay, Tommy, let's j- let's dive right into it. A lot of questions for you. Love this Knicks team. Um, more than anything, love the addition of Josh Hart, right? Like, um, especially we know what he can bring to the table on the defensive side of the ball, but granted he's, he's only, it's only a, sh- a small sample size, but he's averaging 17 points, uh, five rebounds and, and three assists a game. He's shooting 62% from the field and 64% from behind the arc. Who knew? I guess, I guess Jalen Brunson did with his reaction when he saw on social media that, uh, that the Knicks had traded for him, but your thoughts on the addition of Josh Hart and what that means for this team. It's a great piece. You know, like you need winning players. And we've seen, you know, here on the Northeast, you know, Big East star. Josh Hart has been fantastic, you know, since he's made coaches fall in love with him since he started playing basketball. And we've seen why his first three games. Um, You know, he just, the the points are almost, uh, you know, a cherry on top of the Sunday at this point. He's going to be aggressive defensively. He's going to get the ball out in transition. He's going to move the ball. Um, everything you like, kind of those winning plays, those intangibles, that's what Josh Hart brings to the table. So you, that, That's what Tibbs loves. That's why he's going to stay on the floor. Um, and that's what his teammates love. And he just does things that contribute to winning basketball. I wouldn't expect 17 points tonight, but the rebounds will be there. He's one of the best rebounding guards in the NBA. The assists will be there. And most importantly, that defensive intensity will be there. Um, that just kind of ratches it up the, the entire team to focus defensively. Um, so, you know, ever since de- de- December 4th and, and Tibbs chain- played around uh, with this rotation, uh, this Knicks team has has really done exceptional things. They're fourth in the East in points per game at 114.6. They're fifth in point differential at plus 2.3. They have a seventh, their seventh offensive rating in the NBA as a whole, and they're eighth on the defensive uh, rating, which I think is only going to improve again with the, the addition of, of Hart, right? With that being said, you know, you've got, you've got R.J. Barrett who's been struggling, um, you know, Grimes. At any point in time, do we see Hart become a starter? I don't think so. And listen, it, it could certainly, if one of those guys gets injured and Hart gets inserted into the starting lineup and plays well, I could, that, that's a possibility. But I think Tibbs likes having him as a six-man off the bench. Um, how would RJ's ego deal with being benched? That's another thing you got kind of got to factor in here. Um, but to me, more important than the starting five is the closing five. And I think we'll see Josh Hart consistently play a ton of fourth-quarter minutes. Just because it's hard to take him off the floor, the team tends to play very well when he's in there, kind of as a connector. Um, we know that Brunson and Randall will give you plenty of points. So you need a guy that's going to kind of focus on the defensive end and, you know, not worry about running plays for him. And that's what uh, Hart really excels at. You know, when, when Jalen Brunson was signed uh, hosting Sports Talk Radio, I, I got a lot of calls like, they're overpaying. I can't believe they're giving him that much money. Uh, based on, uh, boy, has he over-delivered in regard to, now it's over-delivering as opposed to overpaying. Your thoughts on the difference Jalen Brunson has made to this roster, and 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 part two is, you know, I I truly believe we're seeing Julius Randle have this rebound year because of Brunson and because of the style of offense now uh, that fits his his skill set. 
100 percent, Anita. You know, like, and we can talk about the Knicks. And, you know, it's funny you mentioned the first Sunday without football in forever. New Yorkers, get a chance and watch this kid Jalen Brunson play because he's special. Um, you know, over the last 21 games dating back to the start of January, Brunson's averaging 30 points, 5.6 assists, while shooting 51% from the floor, 46% from downtown. Um, he's the first Knicks to average 30 points per game over a 20-game span since Patrick Ewing in 1990. Um, so, yeah, to say that he's exceeded expectations is an understatement. Um, and it's not just what he does on the floor, the points, the assists, the efficient scoring. It's the, the, the really the culture change. Um, he's a coach out on the floor. He sets the tempo offensively, gets everybody in their right place. And you're right. I think a lot of Randall's rebounds uh, in terms of his efficiency, in terms of his attitude, is having Brunson in-house and him being the leader of the team and Randall kind of, you know, playing a secondary role. A, a lot of nights he'll be the leading scorer, um, but just kind of, you know, Jalen's kind of the face of the franchise at this point. Um, the guy the media runs to to get quotes, and I think Randall's really excelled in that role, a little bit less pressure this season. Again, Tommy Beer joining us here on 98.7 ESPN, talking all things Knicks, getting you ready. Is it really the second half of the season? Uh, as we know, the NBA, they had to push along pushed down the NBA all-star game because they didn't want to compete with the NFL. Uh, now that they have extended, of course, uh, their, uh, their season to 18 games, but nonetheless, 22 games still remaining for this Knicks team. Mitch Robinson can't wait. As Bart Scott likes to say, can't wait, can't wait to see his return. <laughs> Everything I'm reading is that we're looking at like one to two weeks. Of course, we haven't seen him play since January 18th. What will that mean for this team when he returns. I think he's one of the most underrated players in the NBA. I don't think he gets enough consideration, enough love, enough discussion. And how is this roster going to look in regard to playing time once uh, Mitch Robb returns? Yeah, that's a really good point, Anita. You, you mentioned their defensive statistics, you know, top 10 in the NBA in terms of defensive efficiency. Um, you know, I, I think they're eighth overall in the East. And that's the last three weeks without Mitchell Robinson, their best interior defender, um, their best offensive rebounder, obviously the best shot blocker. So that's really going to you know, supercharge the Knicks defense, which is something to, to think about. Um, in, in terms of minutes, Sims has played well, you know, kind of slotted in, fitting in for Mitch Robinson. But I think um, certainly Mitch Robinson is going to reclaim a starting spot, of course. And then I think Hartenstein is going to keep his – uh, secondary minutes off the bench. He's really played well with IQ um, and a limited sample size with Josh Hart. There's a lot to like there with that second unit, and Hardenstein played his best bowl of the season um, over the last month or so. So I think you're going to kind of divvy up those 48 minutes between Mitch Robb and iHeart, and then Sims is going to kind of be on the outside of the rotation looking in uh, at some injury insurance. And we, as we know, Mitchell Robinson, as good as he is, is not the most durable player. Um, so that's something to keep in mind. And just it's just good to have Tim there as kind of an insurance policy. Um, yeah, like, like I said, I, I'm re- like I'm I'm somewhat giddy, right? Like like this is this is the, by the way, this is the best start in the first sixty games for the Knicks since I want to say two two thousand twelve. I want to say two thousand twelve. Yep. yep. I was I was reading right, um, and and yet they're still not at at full capacity right once once Mitch Robinson gets back really curious how much improvement we see as I said eighth 
I mean, eighth in defensive rating right now, how that increases with both Mitch Robinson and Josh Hart on the court as well. So really excited about that. Let's 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 look at their schedule, right? As I said, 22 games remaining. Uh, they kick it off Friday in Washington. But looking at the schedule, there's a really nice mix here of like road games, away games. They're taking on Boston at home and away. Uh, they're home against Denver on March 18th. I think that's going to be a key game. They're at Cleveland on March 31st. Uh, you know, this isn't a gauntlet of a schedule remaining for them. So I I, I like... I like what they did at the trade deadline. Um, I like what I'm hearing that they're going to get Mitch Robinson back in the next two weeks. And I like that the schedule doesn't look, you know, just absolutely uh, unbearable. Definitely. The, 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 games, the games you want to keep an eye on are the games against Brooklyn and the Heat. Um, it, currently, as we sit this morning, Knicks are in the sixth seed. And that's important because you want to avoid that play in tournament, which is seven through ten. Um, they're a half game ahead of Miami, who, who's currently in seventh, and they're two games back of Brooklyn. So ideally, the Knicks want to, you know, keep at least at six seed. But with the Nets obviously trading away KD and Kyrie, they have a chance to get to that five seed, you know, which which would mean a first round matchup most likely against Cleveland and Donovan Mitchell, which would be incredibly exciting. Get the city buzzing. Um, but yeah, for, you know. If you would have told me at the beginning, you know, when we talked prior to the season that the Knicks would have had a chance at the five seed, uh, I would have said very unlikely, Nita. But the addition of Jalen Brunson has changed the direction of the franchise to such extent that that's no longer crazy talk. This Knicks team is legit. They're good. They're not. They're not on on the same level as the the Celtics and the Bucks and the Sixers. You know, that upper tier of the Eastern Conference. Um, but I'll tell you what. If I'm the Cavs, the last thing I want is to play this gritty, tough. Um, Knicks team with finally with a point guard in the playoffs, and that, and that goes for you know the teams above them as well. Um, this you know this this Knicks team is is like I said they're legit, um, and it'll be very interesting to see how this you know the next two months of the season plays out. If they can position themselves well, secure one of those top six spots, um, we should have some exciting basketball games in April here in New York City. Yeah, Tommy, I, I hear you, um, and I'll, I'll make the comparison right like to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, in the NFL, mm -hmm. right? Like heading it. Like, so I think we're both in agreement. The Knicks are going to make it to the postseason. Hopefully it's not the play in game. Uh, by the way, you can, you can wager that the Knicks will uh, get in, in the quote unquote play in uh, out of the East at minus minus one eighty. That's not where my money is. I do believe they finish in the top six. Uh, but by the way, that's, uh, that's, it's minus three eighty. What does that mean? You have to lay $380 down to win a hundred dollars. It's too much juice for me. Here's where I am putting my money down. The Knicks to, to go over 43 and a half wins. They're at 32 right now. So uh, over 43 and a half wins. And you could get that at plus money, by the way, at plus 120. So, um, but with that being said, I, I, I'm not sitting here saying that the Knicks are going to win the championship. It's not what I'm saying. But I'm with you. I think they are the Jacksonville Jaguars of this year's NFL postseason where they are just the team you do not want to face right like like as the season progressed they got better offensively right like uh Trevor Lawrence started to digest uh Peterson's offense and was able to execute on defense they were able to do some things and so I I'm with you I think this this Knicks team is one of those teams that you know once they get into the postseason boy that's the team you want to avoid right I like that analogy, Anita, because as we know, the quarterback is the most important position in all of professional sports. 
uh, the point guard on an NBA team is, I don't know if it's second or third or starter pitching, but it, it's up there. And the Knicks haven't had a real starting point guard, a real quality starting point guard, um, basically in my lifetime. <laughs> you know, we've we got to go back to Clyde. You know, Marbury obviously played well for a couple of seasons there, but in terms of production, uh, efficiency on the offensive end, Brunson is right up there. And that is the difference in this Knicks team and Knicks teams of the past. And that's what makes this team so dangerous. We saw um, uh, Jalen Brunson essentially eliminate the Jazz by himself as a, as a member of the Mavericks uh, last spring. Um, you know, when, he, when, when Luka Doncic was out. So that just it, you know, and you're right when you, when you factor in Tibbs and the defensive mindset this team has. Hopefully, a healthy Mitch Robinson, Josh Hart playing fourth quarter minutes. You're right. This is a team that it will give you know top tier teams fit. And it's one of those clubs you want to avoid in the playoffs because, one, they'll be playing with house money, and, two, they're really talented and, and, and quality teams. Uh, Tommy joining us now. T- Tommy, why don't you let the folks know out there how, how can they find you, where can they find you, social media, podcast, all that good stuff. Sure, at Tommy Beer on Twitter. That is linked to uh, the What's on Tap newsletter. And uh, definitely reach out and uh, hope, hope to hear from you guys soon. Fantastic. Tommy, thanks for spending some time with us this morning on 98.7 ESPN. So again, uh, how am I wagering on this Knicks team? I'm going over 43 and a half wins. What does that mean? They're going to have to win 12 of their next 22 games. Take a look at the schedule. I'm telling you, it's, it's not very daunting. It really is not. And it's a nice mix of away, home, away, home. It's not like they're on the road. So we're, we're going to talk about uh, the Nets a little bit later on in the program. Nine of the next 11 games for the Nets are on the road. That's not the case for the Knicks, okay? So check it out. Anita Marks with you. Let's open up the phone lines. What say you about this Knicks team? 800-919-3776. How excited are you about the second, we'll call it the second half of the season, even though it's just 22 games? And um, and what are your expectations in the postseason? That next, here on 98.7 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Talking all things Knicks uh, with Tommy Beer. So future future does look bright for this Knicks team and this Knicks organization, that's for sure. 800-919-3776. What say you? You want to jump on board, talk about the Knicks, uh, talk about uh, what your expectations are for them for the next 22 games. Uh, like I said, it's in looking at the schedule, a nice mix, road, Two road games, home for three. One road game, back home for one. 
um, as as Tommy said, really, you know, the, the key games for them, the two biggest key games for them are against Miami and Cleveland, which, by the way, let me I want to just I want to call up. I want to look at those dates. Uh, Tom and Julian, while I'm doing that, uh, your your thoughts. I, I'm curious uh, your thoughts on this Knicks team. I mean, you know, obviously I'm all in. Um, I, like I said, I, I love what they did bringing in Hart. Excited to see what happens with Mitch Robinson back. Um, I, I and I truly believe they they make it into the postseason as a top six, and whether it's they, you know, they the, the first round of the playoffs, uh, they go the distance or they win that first round. To me, I, I, that's that's a successful season, I, a lot better than what I was anticipating coming in, right? Yeah, and you're absolutely right that they definitely improved with Josh Hart at the deadline and with Robinson coming back. Of course, that only helps them. It gives them more size. It gives them more depth. So that's obviously a great thing. I think this can be a top five team in the East, quite frankly, but Knicks fans, I don't want to burst your bubble, but if you think this team is getting anywhere past possibly the second round in the Eastern Conference playoffs, then I don't really know where your logic's at. Like, can they go on a run and maybe they catch fire? Absolutely. But to me, there's no way this team is making it past the second round. Not saying that's a bad thing. Making the playoffs is a step in the right direction, but you still miss on your opportunity in the offseason with acquiring some guy like Donovan Mitchell. You still need another star on this roster if you want to take the next step. And I don't know what that next step is going to be for the New York Knicks. Here, here's what I, and, and I know we talk about this each and every offseason, right? And that is... What's the lure? What's the attraction for, you know, a, a, that, that one piece of the pie? I call it an alpha dog, right? Like that, that, that next player to come here, add to this roster, uh, to really make this Knicks roster um, be able to compete and contend uh, in the NBA for a championship, right? And, and I think the pieces of what, what we have seen this season, I don't remember a time where the Knicks looked this attractive heading into, and, and I know we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. I mean, the season isn't even over, but, I, but heading into this off season, I just don't remember. I just don't remember a time that the Knicks looked this attractive for free agents heading into next year's free agency. And maybe what I'll do, I'll have some fun in the next break. I'm going to call up who are some of the, the, the free agent NBA players that will be available for the Knicks heading into this offseason. But before we do, again, I, I just I, I pulled up the schedule here. So again, they kick off uh, their their last 22 games on Friday night in Washington, our nation's capital, uh, taking on uh, the Wiz, and then um, and then home against uh, against New Orleans. Uh, they've got uh, on Monday they're taking on Boston at the Garden, and then a few days later, uh, that following Sunday, they're in Boston. But as Tommy said, two most crucial games is Friday, March 3rd. They're in Miami to take on the Miami Heat, who, by the way, have been an infirmary the last few few weeks. I have faded the Miami Heat, and I have won some money in that regard. Uh, will will this break, will they start getting healthier after this break? I mean, I'm sure a lot of Miami Heat fans would, would hope so. Uh, but Hero... Um, uh, Adebayo, like a lot of them have not been able to to even be active in play. So we'll see, you know, how healthy will the Miami Heat be come March 3rd? We will see. 
And then uh, the Cleveland game, that's the end of March. That's on the road as well. So that's at Cleveland, and that's March 31st. As Tommy said, he feels that those... Oh, wait, I'm sorry. There's another game. So um, they take on Miami. They're in Miami twice in March, March 3rd and March 22nd. And then they're in Cleveland on March 31st. So those are your, your pretty much your most important games. And I stand corrected here. There is a stint where they have a West Coast swing uh, where they go, they're at Sacramento, they're at the Clippers, they're at the Lakers, and then they're at Portland. Portland, not concerned with. Really curious. I do like this Lakers team. I like what the Lakers did at the trade deadline. Um, how healthy uh, will LeBron and ADB come mid-March? I think they're going to be making a really big push to either get into the top six or stay in the top six. That's a really, from from five through 12, that's, there's a lot, that's a, that's a lot of competition right now in the West. Five through 12, we're talking like one, two, three games away. So curious where the Lakers will be come March 12th in the grand scheme of the landscape out of out out in the West. I do like the Clippers a lot. I think that's going to be a tough go. Sacramento's been losing a few games as of late. So that's that's their most difficult road stint, and that's March 9th through March 14th. I'm telling you, I, I still I, I like I like this I like this Knicks team. I, I'm going over 43 and a half wins. They're sitting at 32 right now, which means that they'd have to win 12 of their last 22. What say you? 800-919-3776. Uh, in the break, I'm going to look up what are some of the, the the big name free agents that are going to be available this summer in the NBA. I'll share those with you. Also, we have Bob Wischusen, who's going to be joining us at 10, around 10.15 this morning. We will switch gears. We'll start talking about the Jets, Derek Carr in town, the Jets wheeling and dealing. Um, well, not wheeling and dealing. Uh, what is it when you're, you're whining and dining? There you go. The, 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 the Jets whining and dining. Uh, Derek Carr. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll switch gears around 10:15. start talking about the jets and their future and what this off season means for them. Also, I do want to get into some tiger talk, tiger woods, tiger, tiger woods, y'all man. Uh, what a day he had yesterday. He shot a 67. So he's sitting at tied for 26 heading into this tournament. Everybody was, uh, was talking about, you know, should, should you wager whether or not tiger woods was going to make the cut or not? I went one step further on Daily Wager. I said, listen, not only do I have him making the cut, I've got him finishing in the top 40 that I got a two to one. Well, guess what? You could wager today that he finishes in the top 20, okay, at plus 230. I might double down. I just might. Stay tuned. A lot more coming your way. We kick off hour number two here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.